0: Balls
1: are back. Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. Oh, it could be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, ball. Oh. I love
0: it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about them orange britches. Tennessee, Tennessee wins. Bought it by Tennessee. Jawan Jennings. Jennings makes the play. We
1: just won a basketball game and we're very happy right now. Oh, sir, you found a way, okay? All right, now, what I tell you, okay? All right, this decade is going to be the decade of the balls. You got yes, sir. it, did to do, and welcome into more important issues. It is Sunday, September 6th. Sorry for the technical difficulties. We are back online. On all of the platforms. Again, I apologize, but we made it happen. So yeah, we're, we're trying we're trying to make it work. Um, we are now back up on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, I'm watching Twitter. Landon's got Facebook. I've got YouTube as well. If you got any questions, um, drop them in the chat right now. Uh, drop them in the chat throughout the show. We'll make we'll make sure we get to them at some point. If not immediately, we've got a lot to talk about. We've got the uh, we've got a commit this week. I'm not going to drop his name. We'll wait. We'll wait a second. We'll get the suspense built up. If you heard the show earlier, you already heard everything, the take on it. So we'll just run through that one real quickly again. Um, we've also got the Vols' biggest must-wins this season, 20 days away from kickoff. They've got – there's going to – this is Pruitt's third year. There's going to be some wins that he's got to get, and we're going to talk about those. Um, and, and, and I guess maybe we'll throw in some other t- some other thoughts about the season. We've also got college football's back. Second week of college football. Seems like everything's running as smooth as it smoothly as it could. Yeah, I don't think you could ask for... I mean, I guess you could ask for more, <laughs> but, like, you're getting something. Right, exactly. you got to be happy with that. Exactly. Uh, this week, the NFL kicks off. We have a fantasy draft to get to tonight. That's why we're coming at you an hour... Well, now 30 minutes early. Um, that's why we're coming at you a little bit earlier tonight. We're going to talk about Vols in the NFL, um, and then we'll... Scurry out of here and get going for the uh, NFL draft. I, I'm or the fantasy draft. I'm sorry, I had no idea it was starting all, pretty much on time. Yes, yeah, I just I expected COVID to get everybody, <laughs> not the NFL. No, nope. <laughs> not that money business. No, they're, yeah, they're gonna make their money exactly. We'll we'll talk about the Vols where they've landed uh, after the cuts. They're down to 53 man rosters now. Um, you know who's on the practice squads, who's on the official rosters, and the Titans get a much needed pass rusher, Clowny. You're liking Super Bowl, huh? I, I don't. I think Tennessee Titans fans are liking Super Bowl. I'm just. You're also Tennessee Volunteer fans, so I just <laughs> want you to be aware of what you're actually saying. You better win the AFC South. Exactly. That's all it yes. is. Mean. Um, we're also going to talk about some high school football. Talk about some of the scores and uh, teams around the area. Got your top five plays this week. I think I only showed you two, maybe three last week. I've got five for you this week. Okay. Yeah. So we'll together. Yeah. We'll go, we're going top five. A lot of good plays that happened this week. But I know I didn't see them all. So if you've got any that you want me to see or want Landon to see, send them to our DMs or uh, the More Important Issues DMs uh, anytime between Friday night or Thursday night and Sunday morning. And we'll get those thrown together. But I've got my top five favorites that I saw this week. uh, So we'll get those going. They don't necessarily have to be from this area either. I, if they're not from this area and they're not amazing, I'm not gonna show them. If they're from or not around here and they're amazing, they might make the cut. Yeah, that's I'm sorry, that's that's how we're doing business around here. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it works in East Tennessee. If, if you send them and it's good, we'll, we'll show it. Exactly. But we're not gonna go out of our way to find something in Texas. Exactly. So, uh, well, let's jump into the show. Again, we already talked about the William Griffin Parker commit. Big commit from the walls. Literally, if you missed it earlier, because I know we weren't up on Periscope, but if you're on YouTube or Facebook, Landon's going to run through that one again. If you did miss it, I'll tweet it out tomorrow, and you'll be able to uh, you'll be able to catch all of our takes on uh, the William Griffin Parker commit. Yeah, so he, he commits to Tennessee over Alabama. Um, he has offers from Georgia, LSU, Florida. Um, like I said, Alabama, pretty much, Auburn, pretty much every SEC school you yep. could think of. He's got an offer from. He's not, um, he's not a slouch. Like he's legit. Yeah, yeah. I know he, he's a three star. And yeah, he, he's a three star, but um, he's like right around the the four hundred on the two four seven composite. So you know he he could be a four star by the time everything's in. Now the bad thing is to, for him to move up. Nashville is going to have to let those kids play. Um, right. he, he he's from Pearl Cone in that Nashville area. Um, last year they were fourteen and one, uh, made it to the state championship, and uh, I think they. End up losing to Alcoa in the 3A state finals. Kid's a winner. He's not used to losing. So he's going to come here, you know, expecting to win football games. Love the winning attitude. Exactly. Also, yeah, losing to Alcoa have... is nothing to be ashamed of. Exactly. Yeah, everybody does it. <laughs> everybody does it. Um, and it was nice to see him pick up that Alabama hat and uh, gently set it down or gently toss it down. Zero disrespect. Exactly. I didn't mean any disrespect, man. Yeah, exactly. Um, and picks up that Tennessee hat. Yeah, it's it's always good when Tennessee's on the right side of those uh those little hat tosses. Yeah, we talked about the one a couple of years ago that stung. Yeah, the Quay Walker, that one was uh, that one hurt. That, that was on hurt. signing day too, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. On ESPN. Mm-hmm. So this one was on CBS. And that was like a hat like sling, like he slung <laughs> the hat. Um, this was just like a hat toss back on. It was the a toss. Table. Yeah, yeah, it was a toss. Yeah. The, did this one? It was on CBS, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. But CBS like Apparently they jacked up the beginning of the stream. Well, like the when he it like went on break and it came back from break and he had already picked the Tennessee hat. Mm. And he had to go back and find where he actually mm. um but it was a lot smoother than Kenny Chandler on <laughs> ESPN Live. That was it was a lot smoother than that. <laughs> um but yeah, I think Tennessee uh made him a priority and, and that's ultimately ultimately why he chose Tennessee. Um, not far to go, so his family can, you know, hopefully come in and, and watch him play. Six five, three twenty five. I, I mentioned earlier that he, he's Tennessee's twenty sixth commit. They're going to continue to um, keep recruiting, recruiting, keep recruiting, um, and, and just load this class. There, there's some guys out there that Tennessee would like to have: um, Marius Mims, Smell Munden, uh, Tyrone Ingram, Ingram, Dawkins, Rod Orr, Nylan Green. Um, those guys would probably have a spot if they wanted in. Yep. Um, but the good thing about it, Tennessee can be selective. You don't have to just go sign a kid just to sign him. That, or just take a kid just to take him. You're going to have a, a good selection of, of who you want and uh, who you want to sign come, come signing day. That's definitely what you prefer if you, uh, oh, you yeah. have to do one of the two. 100%. Yeah, and he he's already – Pruitt's got two offensive linemen this week, um, three in this total class. They average 6'6 six, six and, a half and 324.3 pounds. Add some beef, we we went the Arby's approach. We want all the beef. Those are some thick boys, exactly. Yeah, two C's, thick. maybe three, maybe three. I like the I like the big offensive lineman commits. You can't go wrong with that. Yeah, or, or just offensive lineman commits in general. In general, yeah. If you were here for the fury of all fan during the Derek Dewey era, you will take offensive lineman. <laughs> period. <laughs> um, speaking of big, we're talking about the Vols' biggest must wins this year. Jerry Pruitt's going into his third year. There's going to be some games that you have to win. Some games that you have to be competitive in, but we're not talking about those today. We're talking about the biggest must wins. The Vols' ten-game SEC schedule is that friendlier, you know, gives you kind of more room to work in the conference, or is it more difficult? I, I think it's difficult, but I would way rather it be improved third year than its first year. <laughs> yes. Um. So it makes me feel a lot better about where our program is, um, as, as a whole right now. Like, man, that 2006. 18 team 2017 team that would have, it would have been a rough yes 10 games um, right. but, but you, you you feel good about these I think my must win it's probably the same as last year and I feel like mine last year was um, South Carolina and so I, that that's mine this year for okay. a couple reasons but yeah so so mine this year just because you want to get over the hump of, of winning a season opener mm-hmm. number one I think that's what kind of solidifies USC for me is the mm-hmm. season opener and they're not good. So if you lose to them, like it's, it's going to look bad and you don't want to start off like you did last year. You mm-hmm. don't, you don't want to like have to, you know, panic to get those, to get bowl eligible. You, right. you, you want to start off good. You set the tone for the rest of the season. So that's why I think South Carolina is, you know, I just think kind of kick them down or kick them while they're down. Um, yeah. Cause they, they lost a lot. DJ Wantum, um JV on Kinlaw. Feaster has gone. Dowd was gone. Uh, Brian Edwards is gone. You know, they lost a ton. And, you know, that offensive line was terrible last year. I, I just think South Carolina is going to be struggling. Um, I, the only guy that they returned, I'm like, yeah, that guy was pretty good. But he didn't have a great season. He just had a really good game against us. And that's Shaw Smith. Yeah. Um, I think he had 156 yards and 11 receptions. And you mix in Halinski, but you talk about how the offensive line's weak. And then he has maybe one guy to throw to. It's like, and they don't even How can, he's going to be the quarterback. Yeah. And, I mean, how impactful? I don't know. It's just that South Carolina, I think you hit the points of they're not good. And then Jeremy Pruitt's got to get an opening win.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Because last year, the first year you played West Virginia, they were a better team than you. You had, a at at that point, a Heisman candidate quarterback. Um, you probably shouldn't have beat West Virginia in 2018. Yep. But last year was unacceptable, so you really need to go get that win under your belt this year. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's it's nice that it's not South Carolina, it's not Georgia or Florida or Alabama or A&M or Auburn, some of the teams that you're playing this year, you have a pretty easy season opener, comparatively speaking. Yeah, yeah, as good as you could probably ask to to have a 10-game SEC schedule. Mm -hmm. Got to make the most of it. I mean, you got to show out. If you want to keep all these recruits that you have, you're going to have to have a good season. You're going to have to show out a little bit um, on on TV because they're not able to watch just – Michigan, Ohio State. You know they're going to be watching SEC football every Saturday. That's a good point. And, and, like you said, take advantage. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility to get seven SEC wins this year. Now, I don't think it's likely, but I think you be you tough. Look, it would be very tough. But I don't think it's out of the realm of possibilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, out of the realm of possibility, there's seven wins that are possibly to get, and that kind of I, I did I, I realized you wanted just one biggest win, but I wrote down a f- two more. Technically, I think you got to beat Kentucky. Kentucky's gonna be good this year. Um, they it is a weird spot in the schedule, but you gotta go and win that game. Whereas I don't think I don't think that's a game, it's one of those that you might I mean, you could lose. It's not gonna be a Vanderbilt or an Arkansas where you should be able to write it down as a win and move on. You've gotta be focused and ready for that game. It, I think it falls the week after Georgia, it's in a different spot than it normally is. Kentucky's a must win and it's because you you, you got to beat them to get to five wins. For yeah, sure. and, and you don't want to be 0-3 in that stretch between Georgia, Kentucky, and Alabama. Exactly. Um, don't don't want to be there for sure. And, and it's a different type of season, but it's still the same matchup. It's Tennessee-Kentucky. You should go in there and, win, and beat Kentucky. Yeah. Tennessee or Kentucky should come in here and, and lose to Tennessee. I don't care how good they are. Shouldn't be a problem. It, it doesn't matter how good we are. We should always <laughs> beat Kentucky. Derek Dooley has also has something to say about that. Um, as long as they don't have a wide receiver playing quarterback, I can feel good about it. Yeah, I I agree. <laughs> um, I also wrote down, and this one is like where I've t- we're twenty days out, and I've talked myself into winning games. I really think this is one of the years that you need to go and beat Georgia or Florida, one of the two. Okay. I don't really have a great reason other than you mentioned it would how Tennessee. Not, it'd be fun. <laughs> it would it'd be a lot of fun. <laughs> Uh, you mentioned how Tennessee should always beat Kentucky. Tennessee, and I realize the last 10 years are going to contradict my statement entirely, Tennessee should not be losing to both of them every single year. Yeah. you need. I feel like this year, you've done a good job with your roster. Georgia shouldn't be good offensively when you play them. There should be way too many questions for them offensively. I know I talked about I like them better at the end of the year. I, I usually think. They got Jamie Newman. They ain't got that Heisman candidate. They don't have the Heisman candidate. Well, J.D. Daniels will probably be a Heisman candidate by the probably. time they hop him up. Yes. Up. <laughs> but he's only been on campus for like, what, a month and a half? Yeah, and, and how healthy is he? How healthy is he? It's a great question. I don't know. I just feel like getting a Georgia or Florida win, it, it gets me back to my point of, I don't think seven wins is impossible. Unlikely. But not impossible. Mm-hmm. And if you want to, you're gonna have to beat one of those two, one of those two teams to get to that seven win mark. So I guess that's like, if you have a great season, you can't you can't lose to Georgia, Florida, and Alabama. Those are like your three guaranteed uh, losses, or not guaranteed. I don't know. But if you want to get to seven wins, you got to assume you're gonna drop one to an A.M. or an Auburn. Um, hopefully not Kentucky. So you got to go beat Georgia or Florida if you want to get to that seven. Yeah. Win and mark. It- if you don't, if you want to get to that seven win mark, and you don't lose those games, then you have to beat Auburn and Texas A and M. Whereas, yes. like, if you beat one of those beforehand, you can give one up. Well, I guess Florida's at the end. I forgot about that. Right. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, you're you're gonna have to knock off a couple of teams that you shouldn't. Yeah. Or I guess you're not picked to. Correct. Have they have they released any lines yet? I know they released win totals. Have they released lines for Week One yet, or? Vegas. I thought Tennessee was like, was it negative three or was it? Tennessee was a three-point favorite. Yeah, I, th- I thought that's what it was. I oh, I mean, that's that sounds, what it opened up. Yeah, that sounds relatively right. That, that sounds like it should be right. Um, I don't know. I'm excited to. I'm excited to get a little gambling. Speaking of gambling, college football's back. Is like back. I said, another good weekend of college football. I didn't. I didn't gamble on any games. I think our good friend Chad threw down like a seven-team parlay. He was in here earlier. I'm about to ask him. I don't think he's in it anymore. Um thanks a lot, Chad. We're just talking about how great you were as a friend and then you just get out. <laughs> um but I think he had a seventeen parlay and I think he missed. I think he picked Middle Tennessee to cover. They were like a plus plus seven or yeah, plus seven, I think. And they got waxed. And he, he picked them to cover and they didn't. Yeah. yeah they, they got, got waxed. Twaxed by Auburn. Um Army. Army, sorry. Did I say Auburn? Yeah, I was like I was thinking A. Yeah, you are thinking of you're thinking you want SEC football to get here? I do want SEC want. football to get here. Uh, like I said, twenty days out, can't wait to get there. Um, how exciting is Tennessee at night going to be? I wish it was a home game. I really wish Tennessee had gotten home game first. Is that selfish of me? No, it's not selfish. So like three and a half is what it's at. Three and a half. Now. Yeah, gotcha. You were close. I think someone was uh, trash talking us in here, saying you guys are really on top of it. Sorry, I'm not a degenerate. I'm not a gambling degenerate, so I don't know these lines. Yeah, my heart. <laughs> I refuse to bet on Tennessee. We also don't talk about gambling a lot in here. We don't. I don't yeah. know why would anyone would expect us to know that line yeah. off of our top of our head. Well, yeah, we got a a lot of change in that. Yeah, I mean, we don't we don't look ahead too early. South Carolina thinks you know they might want to roll out that grad transfer, Colin Hill. Uh, he's had two ACL tears in his career. One was last season. So I mean, it's and Halinski wasn't anything just special last year, so. I don't know. I don't know if – I want to take the I'm, – I'm not going to bet on Tennessee. I'm just going <laughs> to say that. And I don't encourage anyone to bet on Tennessee <laughs> exactly, either. Exactly, yeah. They'll be hurt twice. What, I don't remember, see if someone's going to go on to me about this. Well, Tennessee was uh, not even close to being favored against West Virginia, and I just bet on them to cover. I think they were like a, somewhere in the 10-ish point yeah. underdog. I picked them to cover against West Virginia, and they did not. No. <laughs> Oh, well. Yeah, if you bet on MTSU yesterday, I'm sorry because they got... Nope. Okay, should Army ever score 42 points in a game, though? No. <laughs> nope. They had to put the... So Chase Cunningham came in for Asher O'Hare at MTSU. He's a Knoxville Catholic grad. He's a Knoxville guy. He came in and played pretty well considering why I mean, you're down a ton. <laughs> um, he was 7 for 10, 63 yards. That Astro here was 9 for 14, 46 yards, and two interceptions. That's bad. That is. Yeah, he only threw four times. Not surprised. No, not surprised. They have, but they did have 340 yards rushing. Wow, that's pretty impressive since their leading rusher only had 94 yards. Yeah. Like spreading me. the wealth, baby. <laughs> yeah. Spreading the wealth. Five touchdowns. So I thought Texas State was an FCS team. So I'm not shocked that they kept it close with SMU now. Thirty-one okay. twenty-four, yeah, not as bad as I guess I thought it was, that close score. So they're not an FBS team? They are. They are. Okay. I thought they were FCS yeah. yesterday. Okay, okay. gotcha. They're in the Sun Belt. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, But Arkansas State and Memphis. A lot of people are high on Memphis. I know Memphis took care of business, I guess, but it wasn't a blowout. No. Um, no. But I think a lot of people were – they did. They had a couple decent wins last year. I think a lot of people were high on them. Um, I, think they, but, I think they like Brady White. I, I think he could be like a – I don't know, maybe he's a draft pick. I feel like all Memphis quarterbacks you put up a lot of numbers, so they just assume that. But he was twenty six for thirty six, two hundred and seventy five two yards and four touchdowns, so they'll take that in the American Athletic oh, yeah, every day sure, of the week. For sure. <laughs> um what about BYU Navy Monday night? It's gonna be fun. I think so. What what who who do you have? I'm going shipman, baby. Oh, okay. It's in it. It's in Annapolis. BYU's traveling. Okay. I don't know if that means that, anything that's since they'll cool. be like the lines even. There'll be like three thousand people there. Dang. If anybody, I guess it's. In, I don't know. Have they. I don't know who's announced crowds. I can't keep up with all that crap. I just. I mean, it's going to be to who dominates the line of scrimmage. Oh, for sure. But uh, which maybe it's the year of the wing tee. Maybe it is. Army <laughs> <maybe laughs> <it's laughs> scoring forty-two an opener. Yes, so and then <laughs> we. We watched the Saldo Gibbs game. They are in the wing tee. It's, it's amazing kinda. how often they go from shotgun to the wing tee. Yeah, that's it's pretty weird. incredible. Yeah, I kind of like the I kind of like Navy too. Then, like they went multiple and like like a multiple offense and just made it very multiple. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like, exactly. Like you went from you went like five wide at one point to the the wing tee. Like that's. Mm. Pretty impressive. Yeah. Hey, but you got the athletes. Spread them around. Yeah. Do it. Work. Spread them around. Um, I was gonna mention something else about that BYU game, but lost my train of thought. You got me going on the wing tee. I'm, now I'm now just like they try to confuse the defense. I am frazzled. Yeah. I'm You're the beer baby. <laughs> oh, it was Memphis. They it was the. They was, don't run the wing T. No, they don't. <laughs> I was thinking of. Uh, they released a tweet on Saturday morning, I guess, that said sold out crowd, and it was like 4,600. I was like, why even send that tweet? Yeah. I did see that. That was. I realize it's because of COVID, but it just seems like a weird tweet mm-hmm. to send out. Oh, you know Vanderbilt's going to do the same thing. They're not going to ever sell out. I know, but they're going to say like sold out like they've sold. I don't think they'll ever sell 4,000 tickets. <laughs> I think that's the issue. Well, I think they'll put sold out, but it'd be like 346. <laughs> Our band will be there today. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Man, oh, we talked about going. So I don't know. Is anybody else going to make the? Because it could be our only game we get to go to this year. Is anybody else making the trek to Vanderbilt? I know we talked about it. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't hate it. I mean, it, what Broadway's looking like that? I'm probably <laughs> not going to Vanderbilt. I'm not going to Broadway. Yeah, I'm not going to. I might go to campus. Tennessee though, the tickets are like four. You, you can't get a ticket under like four hundred dollars. I, I know, know. it kind of makes me want to. Th- like, I, I'm still like waiting for my. I'm probably not going to get tickets. Um, I know a couple of people who got calls. But I'm just waiting to see if like they actually email me and be like, hey, you got tickets. So I was told by someone who has four tickets that they called and offered them two, but for the normal price. So they're paying for four, but only getting two. Yeah, no. <laughs> that's a no for me, dog. Again, that's from one person, so... But, I mean, if you, if you can sell them, I just don't like... Is somebody really gonna pay four hundred dollars to to do that to go to one game? I would. I think there's people out. There. Yeah, I do. I think. Would you, okay. There. Would you? No, okay. no, I didn't say I would. <laughs> I think there's people out there that would though. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, man, that's a that's a lot of money. I like. I kind of just want to get them and just like Try to sell them for for a lot less than the four hundred that they're going for on three seventy. <laughs> <Yeah>, exactly. <laughs> I'm curious to see how it will be spread out. Yeah, because then I mean, you'll get your money back easy. Oh yeah, if you choose to bomb, which I'm sure that's why most people opted in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's. I'm just curious. Not most people. I'm sure that's why a handful of people opted in. Like I kind of, I, I want to go to one. I don't really care to go to. I'd like all to go to one. one. Um. So if they put it the next year, I'm not gonna be mad. I'm, I actually kind of prefer that. Yeah, and I was talking to Matt this weekend. I was telling him that I think I think this year, make the most of it, I think it'll be a fun year to just watch every game with all of our friends. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, I think it'll be a different – I mean, and obviously – It's kind of weird, like, to think about, and you don't really think when you're stumbling into the stadium right before kickoff, but – like everybody kind of just like goes their separate ways. Cause yeah. a lot of people don't go to the game. They just go back to their cars and go home or, or walk somewhere. Um, we have a good crowd though, that we walk each other to the game. Yeah, we do. Yeah. That's why usually gets a little, and then we get to a little like, rowdy. Yeah. <laughs> we get to the gate and then we all kind of wait to go our explore. separate ways. Yeah. It, yeah. That's why I think this year could be, we're going to take advantage of it. We're going to have a good time. Usually we're just together. Like Landon said, we part ways a kickoff. Um, so we're usually just together for away games I think, especially if our plan is able to come to fruition, I think it could be a lot of fun. Yeah, because I imagine game day will still be the same in terms of what's going on in the stadium. We've Still got a while. I, like I, I want to be like, yeah, it's it's, but we still got a while. Like we got an extra week before we can actually tailgate. Correct. So we we got to find out what we're gonna do before we do. the. I'm so not I getting ahead of day. myself. Not not releasing plans too early. Yeah, we got to wait for confirmation. Exactly. Um, but we'll keep you guys updated cuz as long as you wear a mask, we welcome you. Yeah, exactly. I it's it's going to be curious it's going to be interesting to see how we're going to have to handle that if people show people up like in, in the up. numbers of Georgia State, BYU Georgia. Yeah, like the 70 <laughs> 80 range. Yeah, it's like, "Oh man. this might be a little a little too many people here." Broadway did it. <laughs> Broadway. <laughs> we'll just call it a honky tonk and move on. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Um, We'll just name, like, name a, like, name it like a bar name or something. Kid Rocks Honky Tonkin Grill. Or we'll, like, act like we're, we'll have stamps. Exactly. And act like we charged you a cover, but we really didn't. Sure. (laughs) I'm not, yeah. I mean, we can charge a cover if you want. Sure. (laughs) I'm in the money-making business. Uh, I'm a really nice guy, especially when I've had a little bit to drink. So I feel like Landon wouldn't charge. I wouldn't charge. Landon would charge a cover and then pay it himself. (laughs) No, I wouldn't. (laughs) The money would just go back to you. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay, (laughs) yeah, I wouldn't use my own money to let somebody else in. No, I wouldn't do that. You get a couple of them, he might. Um, Let's talk about some balls in the NFL. Yeah, let's do that. We should. We should. We should. Marcos Calloway, the big I man. Do, I do have a question before we move on from uh, the South Carolina. It, it is about South Carolina, so I do want to mention that. Um, I've already sent the tweet. you got to move on. I'm no, just kidding. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so Big Orange Pruitt said, how will South Carolina be affected with the two wide receivers opting out? That's uh, Ortre Smith and Randricus Davis. I think I said that right. Um I don't think it really affects them. I don't think either of those two guys would start. Now, they do contribute a little bit. Um, but Trey Smith, I mean, last year he had nine receptions for 69 yards. I mean, that's not a huge person to miss. And 2017, he had 30 receptions for 326 yards, but hasn't really contributed much after that. Um, and then Rodriguez, Randricus Davis, um, last year I don't even think he played. Yeah, I, it, it probably is going to impact depth. Yeah, just but just nothing, depth. nothing severe to South Carolina. But no. the good news is, is I mean, I don't know how much worse. I mean, Marshawn Mar- Mar- Lloyd's out. Yeah, I just you know, Shaw Smith is probably their only guy that I'm like, yeah, probably I, don't let him run wild. But other than that, I guess nobody. where it could hurt him is they are going to be looking for playmakers. Well, that's two guys that you know won't be it. So mm-hmm. I guess that's where it could hurt you. Like where. We know it'll hurt you, for sure. And I'm sure they're thinking, like, oh, they lost Andre Warrior, Daniel Batuli, uh, Darrell Taylor. I mean, that, that's – And those are the questions that we know Tennessee has. But I think Tennessee has guys that filled those spots. I think Darrell Taylor is the one that I'm just like, we just don't know. Right. Um, but I, I feel like we're, we're good at middle linebacker. I feel like we're, we're good at safety. Um, it's just, I guess, what they look like – and can they be as productive as them? But I think they have the potential to be. Yeah, I agree. For sure. I agree. Um. Okay, balls in the NFL now. Do it. Marcos Callaway. Big Make, man. Making the roster. Undrafted. Love it. That's a uh, – I mean, I think – I don't know. Was that – did you expect that? I don't know if I expected that. I can't decide. I mean, I felt – I did, when, at the draft, when he didn't get drafted, I was like, he's going to get picked up by a team. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't know if that would lead to him making a 53-man roster. But I knew he'd be picked up by a team. I think his uh, his ability to contribute in the return game probably helps a lot. I'd, yeah, that's a good point. But, I mean, the dude just can go up and make plays. Mm-hmm. And if, I mean, Drew Brees is going to be able to get it to you. Yeah. And he's going to be up and, he's going to go up and get it. So, I mean, maybe they just use utilize him in, in red zone situations. I don't know. But he's definitely, you're right about the return game, but he's also, he's going to have to kind of, to keep his spot on the 53-man roster, he's going to have to be impactful in special teams. Yeah. That's yeah. what's kept Jalen Reeves may around. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah, I, I I feel like that was, that was huge. I was surprised Jawan. That was surprising to me that he... Yes and no. I, I mean, know what the 49 the 49ers wide receiver st- situation, I agree, yes. Yeah. But with his speed, I'm not... And he got a lot of pressed. praise. He too, did get a lot of praise. From Kyle Shanahan and, and different people. He did get kept on the practice squad. Right. So, that probably means the 49ers like him, just not enough to find, it, find a space on the 53-man yeah, roster yet. could make the cut. But at, at the wide receiver position, that means he could easily be on the 53-man roster before the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I feel like it's it's two different places. Like, Marquise Callaway, in, in that Saints, you need a ton of receivers. Because Drew Brees is going to throw it forty times a game, right? Um, See, so you, you need a ton of guys. Whereas the 49ers, they like to run the ball. They also like to throw, but not as much as the Saints yeah. do. Um, so they the, they don't need, I guess, a ton like the the Saints do. So right. maybe that has something to do with it. I, there's a I feel like every tweet we saw was like, "Yep, yeah, former Tennessee player's been waived, <laughs> been waived, been waived." Like, yep. good lord. Nigel Warrior was waived by the by Baltimore, which was pretty shocking. They were. Like you said, Jennings got a lot of praise from Praises the 49ers. Yeah. So did Nigel Warrior. Uh, so I that was a like little he, shocking. He's picked up, and I, I actually like, kind of researched his name a little bit, and a lot of people like around the NFL, like a lot of riders and stuff, were like, "This is who our team needs to target um, off mm-hmm. waivers," and a lot of them said Nigel Warrior's name. So, and maybe that's a guy again who maybe finds another home, or maybe gets signed to the practice squad and could be on that roster before the end of the season. Yeah, you have an opportunity to, to work your way up. Um, but some Tennessee Vols that were waived this weekend, John Kelly by the Rams, mm-hmm. Daniel Batuli by the Rams, uh, Juwan by the 49ers, Kongbo by the 49ers, Dobbs by Jacksonville, which he was, Went home. Yeah, picked <laughs> That's up a, Pittsburgh. <laughs> hey, credit to Pittsburgh. That's a free trade right there. They got free trade. That's true. They did. And they got rid of Duck, who started like six games last year. Pretty surprising, Um, but apparently they liked Dobbs, which why trade? I guess that's who Jacksonville would take, but why trade him then? They like they apparently they liked Dobbs more than is it Duck Hodge? Yeah, Hodges, Hodges, why I don't know. Very strange. I mean, and Dobbs he beat out Mason Rudolph Mm -hmm. a couple years ago, so there's nothing that Mason Rudolph did last year I was like, oh that dude's impressive. Um, Big Ben is it seems like he's. Kind of injury-prone at this point. He's getting up there in age. Um, so I do Not know Ben Roethlisberger. I don't know how much longer he's got. Uh, but I, I think it's a better situation. I don't think Jacksonville, number one, they got rid of their best players, so I wouldn't trust that franchise anyway. Right. Um, and Gardner Minshew doesn't do anything that makes me like, oh, man, he's the face he's of that franchise. Shouldn't be a franchise quarterback. Exactly. And, and you mentioned Dobbs beating out Mason Rudolph. I thought at one point he seemed like he was going to be the number two Behind Ben, I was like, well, that's good because that means he'll definitely start a few games because mm-hmm. Ben's going to be out for at least a couple weeks. Yeah, But that just never happened. It's unfortunate. But he'll get another shot behind Ben Rockwell in that organization mm-hmm. and, yeah. and maybe get a couple better looks. We'll see. Um, and then Chloe McKenzie was waived by the Bengals. Tyler... I think they've moved him to defensive line. Yeah. Which I know he is, I guess, a defensive lineman. But he's been playing offensive line since he's been in the league. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. And then Tyler Bray was weighed by the Bears, Ethan Wolf by the Saints, Daniel Helm by the Chiefs, Josh Malone by the Jets, uh, Nigel Warrior by the Ravens, Daniel McCullers by the Steelers, and Jason Kroon by the Bills. Um, and then you, you have some obvious ones who obviously made the 50 man roster, 53 man roster, which um, Derek Barnett, Cordell Patterson, Alvin Kamara, um, Callaway did, Jakob Johnson did for the Patriots. Kendall Vickers made it for the, the Raiders. Mm-hmm. And then uh, shout Tuttle made it for the Saints. And, and then uh, Kyle Phillips made it for the Jets as well. That's I mean, that's exciting. A lot of balls in the NFL. Um, there's going to be a lot of guys that you'll get to pay attention to this season. And a lot of it's just like, and, oh, man, that's a lot of good players that are gone. It, it just goes to show you how tough it is to make it in, in the NFL. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I think there's some guys that you named that were waived that could – that will be on practice squads and, and maybe could make the transition to a – to a roster in the uh, in the NFL. I think, for example, Jakob Johnson, you said, got signed by the Patriots. He was back and forth with them all mm-hmm. year from practice squad to active. So, it, it could be a situation like that for sure. He's yep. the only fullback on the, listed on the Patriots roster right now. Oh, nice. So He'll get, I'm sure, plenty of shots. Yeah, and if they kind of use, do kind of what the, the Panthers did with Cam Newton, they use, you know, those running backs and, and fullbacks a lot. Mm-hmm. Yep, they do. You're right. Um, that'll be exciting to see. He's he was a linebacker, obviously, and saw his when he went to New England. Saw his career kind of transition. Yeah. Um, anything else for Vols in the NFL? I don't. I mean, who's gonna pick up Kamara tonight? That's I got the number three pick, so it it could be a possibility. Is it a danger? Is it a dangerous pick for you to get? Yeah, that's you why just I, don't know where like, he's gonna be. Yeah, I, I like him too much. That's probably why I won't pick him. <laughs> um. You don't want to hate him after this season? Right. <laughs> I would take McCaffrey, though. Uh, that's understandable. <laughs> I would take McCaffrey. Very understandable. Um, I told Dylan not to pick McCaffrey. See if it... See if he you can't... To. Is he listening? You can't do that. Oh, he's not going to. There's no <laughs> way. Or, or, like, there, there's no way he listens to me. He's got to pick McCaffrey. Full disclosure, I'm not prepared at all for this draft. So, I don't know what's going to happen. Just, just roll with it, man. I mean, I yeah, am. that's probably your... Best bet. If you think about it too much, you probably just sack exactly. it up. Ninety seconds. Just go with your gut. Yeah, go with your gut. I am taking a kicker in the first round. That's Zero should. down my mind. Should zero Special down my teams mind. Teams is where the breaks are made, right? Exactly. Let's talk some uh, high school football. High school Another football. good week for high school football. It was a good week. Crazy stat for you that Five Star Preps tweeted out today: Alcoa, in their three games, have allowed less than fifty yards of total offense total. I saw that. Dude, like... What? I can't wait to see them play Dobbins Bennett at the end of the year. That's going to be a good game. I think Alcoa probably wins, but it's going to be a good game. Dude, that's so stupid. Is it fun to watch them? (laughs) It probably... It probably is. If their defense is that good, it's probably a lot of fun. Yeah. It's probably... Because they're no, not allowing it. It's yards. probably not fun to be an offensive coordinator on the opposing team. Correct. <laughs> I'm hope I'm hoping the teams that play them in the future are just a lot of trick plays. Try to get the ball going some you know, way. What do you What do you do as an offensive coordinator? Are you, are you just like you just gotta think? Nothing to lose. Let's throw, Let's do something. Chuck it. <laughs> exactly. Nothing to lose at all. Maybe you get a 15 yard penalty. <laughs> yep. Um, I've got some games here. I do not have scores because I'm an idiot. Um, I just realized that. Um, so if you have scores for the East, throw them in here. I've got, I do have a score here. Carter beat Seymour in overtime, twenty-two to fifteen. Did you see the game tying? I believe touchdown. I did. Great throw. Didn't make it on my top five. I apologize. But great throw from Carter's quarterback uh, to make that play. Pal over Fulton. A little surprising, or uh, not surprising? Sorry, I meant to say a shift in the tide of recent years. Oh yeah, for sure. That would not, The score would have been reversed five years ago. Four years oh, yeah. ago. So, um, My favorite team right now, Kings Academy. Kings Academy? Dude, 3-0 and and rolling. I, rolled, rolled over, I found the athlete we were talking about. Yeah, rolled over Grace Christian uh, Franklin. Not the same one in Knoxville, um, but they had no problems in week three. No, so uh, obviously we know of Tennessee commit, um, Jamarion Gooch, um, but Ja'Chim Williams is having a great start to his season. Last night he had seven or on Friday night he had seven catches, 159 yards and a touchdown. Also a fumble recovery return for a touchdown. And uh then his his previous two games before that had eight catches, 178 yards, three touchdowns, 11 tackles and an interception. Dude, he's he's legit. So it's not just Gooch nope. on, on Kings Academy. They they got some some athletes over there and that's why they're 3-0. I, I haven't looked at their schedule. Have you looked forward at their schedule yet? Curious what their will look like. I can pull that up. Definitely gonna have to go check that out. Um, dude, I like it. I like the the, the little school over in Seymour rolling. Yeah, I love it. Uh, Mo West beat Jeff County fourteen to seven. I think that was Morehead West first game, if I remember correctly. Uh, they got a late to, late start to the season with their district going late. Um, I'm gonna mention this one: Loudon over Brainerd. Brainerd. Um, Loudon, could they be a force to be reckoned with in 4A? Greenville, uh, Elizabethan, Anderson County. Loudon's, I think, 3 0. I think Tullahoma is also in 4A in, in Middle Tennessee. So I, I know they're pretty good. So 4A could be an interesting class this year. Yeah. Uh, so, so I th- am looking at Kings Academy schedule. So they play Mount Juliet Christian next. I think that's where Dallas went, right? Yeah. Um, Apparently, they were terrible, so I don't know what they're now. They play Webb School, which is where Keon Johnson's from, in mm-hmm. Bellbuckle, Buckle, Tennessee. They play Oneida on October 9th. Um, I've, I've just not really heard of it. Donaldson Christian Academy? They're supposed to be really good? I don't know. this. I've never really seen a lot of <laughs> these schools. Yeah. Um, but for them to, to beat some bigger teams in Pittman and Seymour, that that was huge for them. Very small roster. Well, not small, but a very smaller roster. All right. <laughs> Obviously. We'll 6'8. see. We'll, we'll see if they compete for that uh state title. Are they I guess they're probably division two one A. Yeah. yeah. They're gonna be that small school division. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and they've got a shot. Any other scores you want to talk about from this week? Um Macaulay got beat. By Brentwood Academy. Did they? They did. So they play Catholic on this Friday. Mhm. Yep. Dang. Yep, they got beat by Brentwood Academy. Who who else played? Um Maryville beat Cleveland this week. They had no no problem handling business there. Um Science Hill had no problem at uh, Harden Valley DB uh put it on Bearden. Um and then South Duel beat Gibbs 37-17. Yeah. Pretty good game. Yeah, you'll see if you'll see a highlight from that. You ready to go to these highlights? Yeah, let's go ahead and get it rolling. There you go. Let me see if I can. Um, also, if you have any questions, feel free to drop them in the chat. Um, Caleb's yeah. on YouTube and Twitter, and I'm on Facebook. Um, let me get back to Facebook before I actually say that. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, drop them in the chat. Also, go check out our sponsors, Hound Dogs and Tennessee Tap House. They make this show possible. Go check out volunteerroadshow.com. Um, get all of our free content by making an account. Also, that'll put you in the drawing for any time we do drawings on the show. We'll get a lot more of those going once Tennessee football is actually here. Yeah, absolutely. Here are our top five. My top five, I guess. Landon had not seen him yet. We'll see if he approves. Uh, my top five from this week three of high school football. We'll start Thursday night at Rockwood. Dryston Turner finds Adrian Ficky for a 79-yard touchdown. This is my favorite one uh, because you don't see a lot of quarterbacks able to go, uh, go roll out here. Hit their wide receiver in stride. Uh, it looks pretty easy for Turner. Um, no, no issue for Rockwood over uh, Sweetwater, 34 13. Second one, Central, the defending 5A state champs, may have another shot this year. That's Connor Williamson on a pick six to the house. Little tip drill action. Little house call? Yeah, a like little that. tip drill action. I love it. They handled Sevier County 45-20, uh, 45 to 20. That scores must be wrong 45 22. Um, and like I said, Central's going to have another opportunity to win the 5A state championship. Yeah, there's there's going to be a lot of teams at 5A, Oak Ridge, West, Powell, Saldul. Um Halls is 3-0. Mm-hmm. They beat Cle- or uh, not Cleveland. Who did they beat? Uh, Clinton. Let's look at this next play, and we'll talk about 5A here in a minute. Fulton. I know they dropped a tough one, 57-28 to Powell, but a great play. Uh, nice throw from Tommy Sweat, but a great play from Adrian Roberson. He goes up above the receiver. Nice throw Ooh. to the back pile on. Um, great play there. Love. Little back little uh back pylon throw. finds his man. Pick oh, off! Number 21! wide it 21. again? He's headed down the left sideline. He's up to the 50. Coming back at the
0: 45. Coming down to the 40. 35-30. 25-20. 50-10-5. Touchdown! Pow Panthers!
1: And then number one. Like I said, a little home cooking here. South versus Gibbs. Preston Sissler, 97 yards to the house, makes a phenomenal move on the safety. Uh, put him on his heels and had no issue. Not so, I mean, simple. Simple little curl. I think it was a curl route. Uh, I like it a hitch the, yeah. the The camera work wasn't quality, but just caught it uh, just short of the, the first down markers. And then... Took it to the house, um, no doubter. Again, I, I don't know how he wasn't up for any player of the weeks because that kid was a baller. Had an interception, a great um, interception. He almost made it. Also on came up and he's he's a pretty small kid, but came up and, and laid the wood the the Gibbs running back. Yeah, he almost made it. His interception almost made him the top five. It was definitely really close. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to go back to the number two play. Pal had a pick six. That was Carson Whitehead on an eighty yard return. I had to leave the uh, announce the announcer in. For that one, the play by play call, um, because the way he says Pal Panthers" when they score a touch an exciting touchdown is just electric. How you a, can't. It's just. You can't. Panther. Like, I got it. It's so quick <laughs> and just, yeah, it's it is a quick hitter and he drops it in. Um, and oh, then an eighty yard pick six is a reason to be excited. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, so I'm I'm not doubt him, but that number two play, yeah, Powell took care of business. Like I said, fifty seven twenty eight. They are going to be like you, you, meant, you started talking about 5A. Yeah, that's going to be a interesting class to see what happens. Mm-hmm. I, you, met South Bull bounce back this week um, after a tough loss. They're they're going to be competitive in that. Powell looks like they are going to be very competitive, a class full of sophomores, but very talented sophomores. Central is going to they know how to win flat out. Oh, yeah, um, there wasn't a lot, uh, a lot loss going from Coach Rosser to Coach Craney. They seem to be rolling, and this week really got their offense rolling, so that they, they may even be more of a force to be reckoned with than than what was already thought uh, to be the case. It's it's definitely going to be uh, an interesting clash. You mentioned Oak Ridge in that 5A too. Yeah, Kendall Jackson got a Tennessee offer. They're running back number 1. Um yeah, they got a they got a good program. They put a whooping on Campbell County 42 to nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just a a lot of good football around this area. Um yeah. and also in Memphis. Have you, have you seen uh, Dallin Hayden over there at Christian Brothers? They ha- I have. He is electric is the right word. So, uh, the Friday night he had 33 carries, 258 yards, four touchdowns. He has uh, 690 yards and nine touchdowns in ten quarters this year. That's stupid. Those are the kind of stats you read like um, Eric Gray. <laughs> yeah, probably Mr. F- – he's probably – in the mix for Mr. Football, like Travis Etienne, when I was like, "There's no way he rushed for that many yards this sophomore season," and he did. Etienne, Etienne, I can, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I've never said it right, so <laughs> and I've just accepted it. I don't need to say it right. So yeah, that's true. Yeah. With it. Yeah, unless that's... he goes to Tennessee, and then I'll learn his last name. Okay, then you'll get it right. Yeah, it's, that's fine. Or not even it's... commits to Tennessee. He needs to play at Tennessee. Yeah, he needs to sign the papers. We'll, <laughs> exactly, we'll get your name. Sign right. the papers, we'll get the name right. No <laughs> issue there. I promise you that. Um, anything else for high school football? No, I just want to mention Dallin Hayden because. I think he, they're like kind of have him as an athlete. Dude's a running back, okay. <laughs> Dude's a running back. <laughs> I mean, I, I think there's. I, I don't think his dad Aaron would uh like to admit, but I, I see a little bit of Aaron Hayden in his in his step. Okay. I, think, I don't think any Vol fans would complain about that. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> um, you ready for most important of the week? Yeah, most important. Let's get it. What you got? Um. John Morant, NBA Rookie of the Year. Okay. No doubt. Yeah. I mean you had to. You couldn't give it to Zion. No. He only played twenty games. Yeah, not not even though something, he played that many. But something yeah. like that. Yeah. That's definitely not the uh definitely could not couldn't have been him. There's no way. Oh. Most important, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He uh he got all of his um xfl helmets in his office did you see that uh they look first off the xfl helmets are fantastic um and oh, nice. in between them all he has a he has a framed image well not an image it's framed seven dollars and he said he framed it because that was the amount of money he had when he was cut from the cfl in 1995 to daily to stay hungry humble and always be the hardest worker in the room I think the XFL is going to be successful under Dwayne The Rock Johnson. It seems like everything he touched kind of turns to gold. So. Oh, yeah, 100%. I'm excited to see the direction of the XFL uh, under him. Yeah, they. hopefully uh, everybody will be able to smell what the Rock's cooking over there for the XFL. Um, I had something else. I have a lot of fails. A lot of ignorant people this week. I've only got one fail. Um, so the new Hornets uniforms. With the pinstripe. The pinstripe ones? Those are fantastic. Oh, they're beautiful. That's a most important though, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. making yeah. sure you aren't failing those out of there. No, they're beautiful. <laughs> um, I don't know, this kind of in between. I don't know how you how you view it, but did you see the video of I think it was Ennis Cantor and uh Jalen Brown? Um like I guess they were teaching Taco to swim. Taco fall. No, I didn't see it, but <laughs> I mean, I can't you know, imagine like old a 7'10 dude would know how to swim. Yeah, so I'm, I'm just like, just, he, yeah, he's he doesn't have to swim. Correct, he just stands. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if, if you're in water deeper than 7 feet, get out. Yeah, you probably don't. I'm know not a big swimmer, any. so just get out. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Especially if you swim like Taco, because that correct. was not graceful at all. I don't know how it would be, though. Like, I, I don't. Yeah, right. It, it's like a, a surfboard with legs and <laughs> arms. So does he float? Maybe. Mm. Well, he didn't look like he it. He, does <laughs> he doesn't. We found out. He doesn't float. <laughs> Tacos don't float. you have a fail? Or an actual fail? I know you said that. Yeah, last. so uh, Oklahoma. Their uh, September 12th season opener against Missouri State is going to be on pay-per-view. That's the dumbest for thing. For 54... 99. People are going to buy That's why they do it. $54.99 to watch Oklahoma beat the crap out of Missouri. State. Tennessee would still have pay-per-view if it wasn't for the SEC Network. So I'm glad that's yeah. not the case. That's so yeah, dumb. It is very dumb. It's very dumb. And Tennessee fans would buy it. Yeah, absolutely. So, we'd got go to a more? bar to watch it because we're not buying it. Oh, yeah, you got one. I've got one here. Um. Uh, Roger Sherman said, the kid, or sorry, J.A., Adondi said the kids are among the few people in the world who can watch these NBA playoffs in person, and they're all locked into the phone screens instead of watching their dads on the court. So much for grabbing the next generation of Hoopers. The kids he's talking about are all toddlers. Like, can barely walk. Some of them can't walk. And he's mad that they're not watching the game. Adondi is. Yeah, what do you want? Someone tweeted back and they were like, dude, they're literally babies. (laughs) (laughs) Like, just like you want to. Would you rather them be screaming and crying? Like, just let them, let them do their thing. I just can't believe you sent that. One kid's, like, drinking milk. <laughs> he's breastfeeding. <laughs> he's not breastfeeding. There's no, you know, free the knit movement going on or anything. But oh, he's drink God. like, he's definitely, like, that's probably his mom's breast milk. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, that kid might be 48 months old. But so are, are wives allowed in now? I guess. I guess families are allowed in. Okay, nice. I guess probably to keep the, at the uh, extras out, if you will. Mm, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I, I guess they have a lot more room now that mo- a lot some teams are it's like, true. gone. That's a good point. I don't know exactly what the require like. I don't know who's in, who's allowed to be in. I just know that the thought it was absurd that babies are not watching the game. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they're videotaping it. That I don't think he thought of that possibility. Well, yeah, he's a moron. That's why you've made it on the show <laughs> exactly. as a fellow of a week. Exactly. Um, my next fail is Miko Hardman. Um, did you see him get his uh, Super Bowl ring? As, I don't know if I did. As soon as he gets it out of the case, he just drops it on the ground. I hope those things are as sturdy as they are expensive and they'll be fine. And then he looked around to see if anybody saw it. And of course, there was a camera right on him as he did. Why are Super Bowl rings so absurd now? Why are Bolt? I get Super Bowl rings. Never mind. I'll scratch that. Why are like bowl rings and state championship, like high school state championship rings, so absurd? Now. Yeah, I don't understand why do you, why do you get a ring for winning the Music City Bowl? I also don't understand that. What, what is that? I feel like you should only get a ring for SEC. No, let's scratch that. You shouldn't even get a ring for SEC national championships only.
0: Oh, I rings that- are made
1: for special occasions. I think the SEC would wouldn't be like that. Uh, like that, that's something like. Okay, I understand it more, but I still am firm belief of SEC cha- or national championship only. Yeah, especially like your team should like look at the Music City ball as a failure. Not a failure, but yeah, you shouldn't get a ring from it. As Tennessee, like that's we don't <laughs> I, want to be in the Music City. Bowl but if it. you won it, it's not a failure. Like you won the game, right? But you shouldn't. You're right. You shouldn't get a ring. You shouldn't it. get a ring. Yeah, a plaque, sure. A ring. It's not where you no. wanted to be <laughs> no. at the beginning of the season. No. Exactly. It it you won the game. Congrats. But yeah, you should not get a. Yeah, get you a shirt, maybe a <laughs> pair of pants, and go home. Pants. Get him a hat. Get him one of those tacky hats that you could pick up at Champion. Like all that, all that stuff. Not rings, but like you remember when Tennessee had that like yard sale in the indoor facility. Yeah. All, it all that half like of it, music. City? All, yeah, all of it was. So I was like, who wants that? Yeah, the uh, I'm sorry. The rings are getting absurd. Get rid of them. I agree, 100% agree. No bowl game rings. It's stupid. Um, national championship rings, I think only I, I can understand the conference game. But at the same time, it's like there's five, ten other conferences in college football that, would, that they would get rings. Yeah. I think save the rings for the big one. Yeah, maybe like a – you don't get as big of a ring. Like – uh, LSU got three rings this year SEC championship their bowl game from the semifinal championship and then national championship why yeah what if what if this year they win the SEC and they win their bowl games do they have one for each hand yeah they would have a they would get a bowl and an SEC yeah I'm like oh man you won five national. no I just won one what do you have five rings exactly yeah exactly and then yeah. it, you're, you're making, you're, you're saturating the market is what you're doing. Exactly. It's where word I was looking for. Uh, do you have any more fails? I do. So Desmond Howard um, is all aboard the Cincinnati Bearcats train. He is been okay. making the college football playoffs. Desmond Howard, uh, verified <laughs> moron. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he is absolutely lost that Michigan is not going to have a season and he is just on a rampage. If Cincinnati makes the college football playoff, to be determined. I'll let you know. I, I can't even think of something so absurd. I can't either. The things I would do if they made the playoffs, I wouldn't be proud of, so I'm not going to say right now. Mm. Because I just don't think it, There's no way it happens. It, it doesn't make doesn't, sense. You're really going to like this next one. Is he in Rappaport? Uh, it's, not, it's not Ian. Oh, okay. Um, he, he just has this tweet. So the Raiders traded returner running back Lynn Bowden Jr. and his sixth round a sixth rounder to the Dolphins in exchange for a fourth-round pick, the same pick Miami just got from Vegas. And Bowden was a third-round pick. What? <laughs> yeah, so they basically just gave them a third round and a sixth round for a fourth round. And... Why are people trading rookies that haven't even played a snap? (laughs) I have no clue. Both teams. If you didn't want them, just wave them. I guess they thought they could get something out of them, so credit to that, I guess. I guess the Dolphins are the stupid ones. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know who both are stupid. I don't know. This is so weird. What is going on? It's the Raiders. I'm shocked, 0%. I just don't. like. You gave them... You give, you give, like, a, a fifth round and a sixth round for, like, a fourth round pick. Not a third rounder and a sixth rounder. Unless you're just like, oh, man, that was a terrible pick. Let's, I guess they believe that. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Watching Lynn Bowden Jr. last year, I don't think that was a terrible pick. No. I feel like he could have been useful for the Raiders, but yep. Whatever. Maybe for the Dolphins. Maybe him and Tua can share some SEC quarterback tips. Yeah. So, <laughs> we had one more question before I forget. Weather Lover said, does this mean – he is on their 53-man roster, uh, or 53-man squad, or the practice team. Is that, Steel, is that um, Josh Dobbs? This is Josh Dobbs. So if they are claimed, they have to make room on that 53-man roster for that player. And they were they released Josh Dobbs, I assume. Duck. Released Duck Hodges, so yeah. I assume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, that's what it was. They had to make room. I think within an hour after you claim him, you have to make room for him. Gotcha. Um, I think that's how that works. So, yes. There you go. Good for Josh Dobbs. Happy for him. Yep, um, guys. That's all I've got. We are going to go draft. Fan- We're going to go draft some fantasy guys. Oh yeah, I'm excited for fantasy. I, I love fantasy football. Um, usually, I'm more prepared than I am this year. Yeah, it's just another way that we can be depressed. Um, I well, I came in third last year and won the year before. You can be depressed. I will be depressed. Yeah, <laughs> I have terrible luck. I always get. I always feel like I have a good team, or I pick like my first players always hurt. Well, I was so, No at- matter who I get, they're going to get hurt. <laughs> I was looking at the history of the league, uh, our league. You went 11-2 f- and two the year I won, and you lost in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. And then last year you went 4-8. and eight. You just Sucks. shat the bed from the go. Right. <laughs> I went 4-8 and eight the year I won in the regular season, and then just went streaking during the playoffs. Streaking. In the quad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I'm talking about. This guy definitely knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> Guys, I want to appreciate or want to thank you all for listening. We really do appreciate it. We will be back on Wednesday talking some more Vol football as it gets closer. Talking some NFL football, uh, you'll know our fantasy teams by then, and uh, I'm ready. To, I'm ready to get rolling. I, I realize this week was kind of the real start of college football. Uh, more games though will be happening. It's, it's going to be. You're not going to be able to watch the Oklahoma game, but it's happening. Yeah, so and then good. NFL starts Thursday with the Texans Chiefs, and then. Uh, this week, the ACC and Big 12. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a fun week of football. Yeah. Love it. We're bringing the boat in, and we out.